How's everybody doing out there? Nelson Montana here for Protein Factory. Check out the site. It doesn't have the largest selection. It just has the best. So spend your money wisely and just buy some stuff that's going to do you some good. And today we have podcast two of the series we're running right now, which will include all things concerning bodybuilding and training, supplements, performance enhancements, whatever you can think of. And we do invite everyone to offer their uh, questions, comments, and suggestions, and we'll try to uh, get to them because that's what we're here for. We are here to hopefully help everybody with their bodybuilding goals so you could be the best that you could be. I will quote uh, Charles Atlas of the infamous comic book ads with the bully kicking sand in the uh, weakling's face. Charles Atlas said, there is no greater quest than the betterment of self. So pretty profound words, I'd say. All right, today, what we're going to talk about is PCT, post-cycle therapy. Now, this is regarding those who choose to cycle steroids. Now, I know that isn't everybody's aim, but uh, we've gotten tremendous uh, requests to elaborate on this. So... For this week, at least, we're going to address this and try to get to the heart of the matter because it is a controversial subject. Post-cycle therapy, you'll hear lots of different opinions, and from my perspective, I feel that most of them are incorrect, and I will present my reasons why. Now, the whole purpose of post-cycle therapy is to restore the hypopituitary testicular axis. <laughs> that sounds like a mouthful. Basically what that is, the HPTA, it's your testicles producing testosterone. That's what they do. All right? So you want to bring the balls back, in plain English. And that is the attempt, because when you do a steroid cycle, because you're giving your body an external source of testosterone, it stops producing testosterone. And then once you go off the steroids, you're suppressed. And that's why so many people lose the gains from a steroid cycle. And the goal is obviously to keep those gains. Now, the, the very first thing you could do is use an ounce of prevention. So you don't need that proverbial pound of cure. And that is simply keep the cycles reasonable. Everybody wants to go out there and gain 30 pounds. There's no way in the world you're going to maintain holding on to 30 pounds of muscle. It can't be done. I don't care how great your post-cycle therapy is. It's not going to happen. So don't obliterate your hormonal system with too high of a dosage or too long of a duration. That's the first thing. I believe in keeping cycles very short, a month. Now, there are people who will say, that doesn't do anything. Yes, it does. Most of the argument you get from people regarding that is because they've just been depending on this from the start. All they know is gains they get from cycles. And my philosophy is if you do choose to use these drugs, use them responsibly. If they were legal, remember this is all hypothetical for entertainment purposes only, but if you choose to use them, use them reasonably and use them in a way where it's not going to work against you in the long run. It's going to enhance you along the way. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Now, what are the typical ways that people employ post-cycle therapy? Now, many years ago, in the dark ages, 
a fellow by the name of Dan Duchesne wrote the first book on, it was actually a pamphlet, on the use of steroids and for, for cosmetic reasons, for the application of steroids with bodybuilders. Before that, there was just the medical literature, which uh, referred to them in regard to treating medical conditions. Okay, so now Dan Duchesne came up with a great idea for post-cycle therapy. It was wrong, but it was a good idea. And that is, Dan realized that gynecomastia, which is um, when men start to form breasts, is a, for, is a benign tumor that comes from too much estrogen. Now, where does all this estrogen come from? Well, testosterone will aromatize into estrogen. So when you're taking a lot of steroids, you can actually get these little benign tumors in the breast. And Novadex is a drug that treats breast cancer in women. It will reduce tumors. So it also prevented gynecomastia in men. Brilliant idea. And because estrogen tends to jump up when you go off of a cycle, the same idea was employed. Use some Novaldex, and that will keep your estrogen under control. And people follow that advice for years. To this day, you still see idiots on message boards recommending Novaldex. Now, Novaldex will do nothing to restore the hypopituitary testicular axis. In other words, it ain't doing nothing for your balls. Yes, it'll prevent estrogen. It's not even very good at that because it's site-specific. In other words, the drug targets the breast area. So unless that's what you're worried about, if you're worried about gynecomastia, okay, Novadex might be an option. But in terms of post-cycle therapy, I feel it's a useless drug. It also is a very toxic drug. And it's um, just, you tend not to feel very good on Novodex. This is a drug designed for women to treat breast cancer. And I strongly recommend not using it. Now, the most popular drug of choice for post-cycle therapy is clomiphene, better known as Clomid. And this is another drug that I have been speaking out against since the early 2000s. And to this day, still get arguments regarding the use of Clomid. Now, here's my reasoning why I don't like this drug. First of all, it, also, it too is a toxic drug. It can cause vision problems. It causes wild mood swings. And the reason for that is Clomid is essentially an estrogen. And the way it works is by taking up the estrogen sites, you, you're... A buildup of estrogen won't, will not form in your body because the clomid is already attached to those receptors. Now, the problem there is it's an estrogen, and that's what causes these mood swings and these um, wild dips in libido. Some people claim the libido is fine on it, but there are some people who actually have low estrogen. If your estrogen is too low, that too can affect uh, libido. So a little bump in estrogen could do you good. But in most cases with men, I would say 9 out of 10 times, increased estrogen will kill libido. So that's one problem. Now, here's the main thing with Clomid, and I think it's important. And um, I recently had a roundtable discussion with uh, two of the authorities in the field on this. One of them was 
a gentleman who wrote a book on testosterone replacement, Jay Campbell, he interviewed me a couple of times. And there was also a doctor who was famous for working in a male clinic, um, John Chrysler. Now, I'm going to say this about male clinics. This might sound like a little bit of a um, digression, but I think it's, it kind of plays into the whole thing. These male clinics can prescribe drugs like testosterone and Clomid and all sorts of drugs pertaining to uh, male hormone therapy. But any doctor can write a prescription for that. A dentist can write a prescription for testosterone. A podiatrist can write a prescription for testosterone. And that's where some of these places get a little sketchy. It's a business. And whether they're really out to treat people's hormonal concerns is a bit suspect at times. Okay, so this uh, Dr. John Chrysler was speaking about the use of Clomid. He highly recommended the use of Clomid, use it on all his patients, wonderful results. So I had asked the doctor a question, and I said, can you give me one example of someone who used Clomid, and a month after cessation of use, their testosterone remained elevated? And of course, he could not. And he got angry to the point, because I, I busted him, essentially. He threatened to sue me. He threatened to report me to the AMA <laughs> for practicing medicine without a license, which is absurd. And I spoke to Jay Campbell about this. I said, you know, this guy, I, I think he's giving very irresponsible advice. And um, Jay didn't want to hear it. You know, John Chrysler was a popular guest, and uh, I guess he was helping Jay promote his brand, and that, that's what mattered. And, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody can, you know, throw their two cents in and leave it to the, uh, the audience to decide what makes the most sense. But uh, I, I think there's a line between having a difference of opinion and being irresponsible. So I don't know. That, that, that I will leave up to you or anyone else regarding this particular situation. But I felt that um, John Chrysler was giving terrible advice. So I actually did a little research into, uh, into Dr. Chrysler. And it turns out he's, he's not an endocrinologist. I, I don't remember the type of doctor. It was some kind of massage therapy thing. But it turns out that there were quite a few complaints about him from patients, and it also turned out that uh, he had been arrested for beating his wife. And the long and short of it is, uh, Mr. Chrysler decided to commit suicide. So he is no longer around. However, the notion that Clomid, that he was a big proponent of, is the responsible way of restoring one's testosterone I think is just based in junk science. It's a, a, a quick fix that uh, is just temporary. So what's the point of going off of one drug just to go on another that's going to delay the inevitable? You, you might as well stay on testosterone. At least, at least testosterone is something that the body produces on its own. The body does not produce Clomid. Um, Clomid is also used as a fertility drug for women. So that's, uh, well, that's another area where uh, it's a little 
suspect as to its validity. But I, I just don't like it. I think that, again, it's using a drug to counteract the effects of another drug, and it, it just winds up putting you back. But there will be people who swear. They'll say, oh, I used Clomid, and my testosterone went up. Yeah, it went up, but it, it's going to go back down. Now, they could also say, yeah, but six months later, my testosterone was fine. Well, sure, because what happened six months later is that your body recovered on its own. Yeah, this is sort of a principle of a lot of what I'll call pseudoscience, where there are mechanisms that are out to supposedly correct a condition that will just correct themselves. So recovery from a steroid cycle is along the same lines. You, you have to recover on your own. Nothing is going to suddenly make your testosterone higher and keep it higher. If that were the case, we'd all be taking that. If Clomid made your testosterone higher and kept it up there, we'd all be taking Clomid. And, oh, we could all have twice the testosterone that we naturally have. It does not work. But I get it. People want something. They want to feel that something is the answer. And unfortunately, the answer really is, for the most part, recovering on your own. And the key there is to recover on your own in the best possible way. Now, this is what I recommend. It's a bit of a controversy. Some people don't like the use of HCG. Human, chorionic, gonadotropin, you don't really need to know all that. Let's just call it HCG. And what that does is it stimulates luteinizing hormone. So your body will start producing testosterone on its own. It essentially mimics it. But so it's not a cure. And there one complaint about it, and that is legitimate, is that it too can be somewhat suppressive. But I like the use of it a little bit after a cycle only because it will get your body, kind of gives it a little punt. It gets your body producing testosterone on its own. It's been suppressed for so long. It's been dormant. You want to activate the body's own response. And I do think that a little HCG, you don't need a lot. Maybe a, a thousand IUs every other day for three days. That, that's really all you would need. And I do like to have a little estrogen suppressant or just be able to keep estrogen at bay. Now, you can do this naturally. There are products out there that um, do help keep estrogen lower. You can check proteinfactory.com for that. I also like calcium deglucurate, which helps remove the estrones from the body, the bad estrones, and has a nice detoxifying effect. And as far as drugs, I would go with Arimidex. There are, there are essentially two forms of, two ways you can remove estrogen. One is called a suicide inhibitor, which has a very strange, frightening name. And that essentially just destroys estrogen. And another one is aromatase inhibitors, which blocks estrogen. And Arimidex does that. It just blocks estrogen from getting too high. So again, very, very low dosage. A, a quarter of a milligram twice a week is really all you need. And estrogen therapy or anti-estrogen therapy for older men is something we could talk about in the future because as men get older, they tend to produce more estrogen and less testosterone. Okay, so one last thing left in terms of recovery is 
to make the most of the testosterone you already have. Now, here's the thing. This is important. There are two types of testosterone in the body. There's the total testosterone, most of, most of which is inert. You don't really use it. It's not really bioavailable. What The only testosterone that counts is free testosterone. And that's what you want the most of. So how do you get more free testosterone? Well, there aren't too many options. There are some drugs, but again, we want to kind of stay away from drugs to do that. So we need a natural approach because you want to get the body working on its own. Now, this is something where I have done extensive research. I have studied this and tried for years dozens of different natural remedies. And there are a few that have turned out to be pretty positive. And the most impressive is something called adenocosides A and B. Now, how does that work? Adenocosides A and B, it's an extract of Avena sativa, the herb. And what it does is it helps block something called sex hormone binding globulin. Let's just say SHBG. Sex hormone binding globulin prevents testosterone from becoming in the free state. So if you keep that at bay, more free testosterone is allowed to become bioavailable. So... Once you're coming off a cycle, even if your testosterone is low, if you have more free testosterone, you're actually doing better than somebody who has a lot of total testosterone, but it isn't available for them. So by using Avena sativa, by using the Avena cosides, you're not adding testosterone. All these test boosters, they claim to raise testosterone, and they may raise testosterone a little bit for a little while. It's essentially worthless. But if you increase your own free testosterone, there's no suppression, and it's your body doing what it does naturally. It's just doing it in an optimum state. Okay, now let's say somebody's natural testosterone is, is 500 nanograms, and their free testosterone is 100, and now they're suppressed. So their testosterone is maybe 200 nanograms. And their free testosterone is way down into the double digits. If you can get that free testosterone up to where it was normally, now the body is recovering. And you're able to maintain that muscle size and that strength. So now that you're off cycle, if you train properly and eat properly and take the Avena Sativa, you can... Therefore, maintain your gains, restore your hyperpituitary testicular axis, and be on your way. <laughs> Just and recover, and recover without the detrimental side effects or the suppression. That's the key. You can't keep replacing testosterone with more replacements, even if. It's a natural product that just gives you some testosterone. You need to produce it on your own. And that's why Avena uh, Cosides is the way to go. And that's why I designed a product called Unleashed, which the main ingredient is the extract of Avena Sativa, Avena Cosides A and B. Now, this may sound like a long-winded commercial, but here's the thing. Most supplement manufacturers, they're not doing this research. They hear that, oh, this, this product is supposed to raise testosterone. And, oh, yeah, somebody did a study with this. Let's just throw it together. They use things like fenocrete, which I don't get at all. It's an herb used in um, 
herbal medicine for years to help women lactate. It's, it increased breast milk. This is what people are calling a testosterone booster. So you know, a lot of these manufacturers, they don't really know what they're doing. The reason I developed Unleashed is because I was using the ingredients in Unleashed on my own. I found that to be effective. Then once it was developed in the formulation, it was tried out on several subjects, and everyone's free testosterone went up to various degrees. Everybody's a little bit different, but everybody did better once they were on the ingredients in Unleashed. And that, to me, is the best endorsement of all. So you could go on the Protein Factory website. You could do more research. You could buy these ingredients individually. It'll just wind up costing you more. So I would suggest after your next cycle, try a couple of bottles of Unleashed. Utilize the methods I'm talking about, a little bit of HCG, a little bit of Arimidex, and the Unleashed. And I guarantee you will recover better than all that other stuff that they're telling you on message boards and all these phony mail clinics and all that other stuff. Well, just ask anyone who's used it. Unleashed has been used by advanced athletes for years now, and they'll swear by it. I guarantee you. Keep cycles short. Keep dosages sane. And utilize the methods that I've talked about in this podcast. If you decided to use performance-enhancing drugs, which, of course, I know none of you would. This was all just for fun, and we'll leave it at that. Okay, keep the suggestions coming in. Let me know the topics you'd like me to talk about and investigate, and we'll do this together. I do believe that bodybuilding and supplementation is the key to that. We want to be as nourished and as fit and as strong and as healthy as possible so we could live the best life we could live and look the best we could look. That is the name of the game. All right, I'm Nelson Montana for Protein Factory. Do yourself a favor and take a look at the site. The absolute best, highest quality protein anywhere and terrific prices. And you can also find Unleashed on the ProteinFactory.com site. So we'll leave it at that until next time. Stay strong. and I'll see you at the gym.